Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, if you're listening on podcast, if you're joining us on social media, on my, my YouTube page, all of the above, we greatly appreciate it. As always, you can find us um, on Apple Podcasts, on uh, grillnationshow.com. Also on YouTube, there's a there's a page called the Grill Nation page where you can watch all of our shows, see all of our guests, and learn more about each and every one of them. Um, I'd like to thank our show so supporter and show sponsor today, Landmark National Bank. Their website is banklandmark.com. Um, it's great to be back with everyone, by the way. Um, I hope you're having a great summer so far. Uh, another great show coming up today. I'm very excited to get started. So let's do that. We're going to bring on the air right now, Jason Carter-Solomon, who's the Senior Vice President of Landmark National Bank. Again, banklandmark.com. Jason, how are you, my friend? I'm very good, Jason. Thanks for having me. How are you today? Doing well, sir. What uh, What is new in your world? I haven't seen you for a while. The last time I had you on was, uh, man, it must have been about six months ago, maybe, or more longer. Yeah, I think it was longer than that. It might have been eight or nine. But yeah, it's been a while. So yeah, no. I just for- started at the bank. Yeah, that's right. That's right. How's it going? It's been a ferociously busy year. So very thankful. Uh, You know, you don't want to complain too much because we all know what the opposite of that looks like, given the the COVID downtime we all had. So just very thankful to be interacting with great businesses and great customers. And uh, yeah, just a lot of good uh, headwinds on the horizon for the bank and I think Kansas City. Mm hmm. Any any hot topics you want to talk about um, that you're seeing as far as the customers and clients you work with that they're facing right now? You know, I think uh, there's there's obvious things such as inflation and uh, you know interest rates rising. I think we continue to see businesses that are adaptable and um, very astute at handling these challenges as they happen in real time. And so we're thankful for that. We're also thankful for the uh, ability to be trusted advisors and consultative to with our uh, host of clients and, and prospective cl- and businesses in Kansas City. So we feel like we add real value given the experiences of the bankers that we have on our team. And so uh, I think that makes us uh, a good partner in the, uh, in the Kansas City Metro. And we look forward to um, helping folks as they continue to handle those challenges. Yeah, our people's businesses, um you know, are they are they really rising right now um, as far as, you know, you travel, you see other cities, you see other states and, you know, Kansas City is getting a lot of good press right now as far as kind of, uh, you know, living here and, and, and growing a business here. And I noticed the city's doing different things with trying to make development easier. Um, you know, uh, what what are you seeing from people that you talk to? I mean, is there I mean, I understand all the national issues going on um, with costs, but Seems to me we're still in a pretty good spot here in KC. You know, Kansas City remains uh, a tertiary market that is um, a little bit um, of a of a hidden secret still to some uh, yeah. out of town folks and and capital investors and businesses. And so I think what we see is that people appreciate Kansas City for its affordability and for its uh, stability. And so I think the economy here is well diversified. Uh, other people are catching on to that still from the coast. And so you still have investors coming into the area. Uh, you have local developers and local businesses that are, um, frankly, taking advantage of uh, increased interest in Kansas City as a intermodal and distribution hub. Uh, those things, those businesses bring ripple effects in the economy that are positive. 
So there, there's still a long ways and a lot of room for growth in, in Kansas City. So our businesses and the people that we bank are very positive uh, about the metro area. And so are we, despite some of the national um, anecdotes about the economy and, and rising costs and inflation. Mm-hmm. So who are we talking to today? Who are our guests? I'm excited to learn more about um, our guests today. And uh, let's preview the show before we bring Yeah, absolutely. You know, I am uh, really thrilled to introduce uh, Miles McCune, Travis Heggleson, and Ashley Reznor to you today. And they have uh, joined together in the last 18, 24 months, formed a company, Range Realty, whom have just continued to impress me with their um, overall marketing and sales prowess and their customer service. Um, I've had the great fortune of partnering with them to help them get uh, great businesses put in great buildings around the Kansas City metro. And I financed uh, some of those, obviously, as a banker. But uh, they do a whole host of things such as uh, investment sales, um, leasing, all within the commercial real estate sector, particularly office. And I just think that they're they're a great group, and it's really awesome to see another entrepreneurial real estate group blossom and come out of some of the great shops in Kansas City. And I don't want to say too much because Ashley yeah. is a marketing impresario, and I don't want to mistakenly <laughs> say anything and steal her thunder. So when you yeah. bring them on, they will tell a great story and a great entrepreneurial journey. I'm hoping so. you'll chime in with some fun stories as well. For sure. Um, yeah. We'll bring them on here in just a second again. Um, you can connect with the Grill Nation show on Twitter. Uh, you can connect with me at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation show. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Jason Grill. Love hearing from folks in the Kansas City area and across the country. Um, love to talk more uh, about what I do and also connect with the radio show. And again, thank you for, uh, for all that uh, Landmark National Bank does, banklandmark.com. Just a great crew of people over there. Uh, when we do the show with uh, with the leaders over there, it's always fun. One, because they're uh, such great people, but two, because they always have great guests that they bring on the show, um, which today is no different. I'm going to uh, change my screen here, and then we're going to bring on our guests on the live stream here. Um, one by one, we'll do that, and let's do that now. So we're going to start off and welcome in Miles McCune, uh, Ashley Resner, and Travis Hegelson to the show. Um, they are the founders of Range Realty Partners. Uh, Miles is the president. Uh, Travis is the VP. And Ashley is also a VP. Uh, so uh, very excited about this show today. Welcome to the show, everybody. How are you? Great. Doing? Thanks, guys. It's great Thanks to have you. I love having a lot of squares on the uh, live stream here. Um, I'll make you all bigger as we go. But also, um, I love having a lot of different opinions. And it's great to see your team on the show today. Let's start with um, let's start with Miles. Miles, tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of uh, your journey. I'd like to get to know each and every one of you first before we dive into uh, your company. Yeah, absolutely. And Jason, thanks again, both Jasons. Thank you for the opportunity. We we're excited about this uh, the podcast. Um, yeah, so I am originally from Wichita, Kansas, went to University of Kansas for college, met my future wife there, and we moved down to Dallas for a few years, and I actually sold baseball tickets for a uh, for, the, for a uh, the AA franchise for the Texas Rangers for a few years. That was sort of my entry into sales. Then That's I got a into hard job, probably. It was. It was difficult. We, we sold, um, it was not unlike the Monarchs, very similar situation. It was called the Frisco Rough Riders. And we, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great, 
uh, training ground for sales. Um, a lot of cold calls. We had to sell a vision. It was a new ballpark. So we had to really understand kind of how to sell a story and sell a vision. And, and I think more than anything, just I had to make a lot of calls. And so it's, it's served me well, uh, you know, I think over my career in real estate. And then I got into real estate. I met a guy, I sold a, a luxury suite to a guy that worked at JLL. And um, he uh, sort of introduced me into the business. I went to work with him for a few days and uh, was intrigued by the industry and, and it ended up going to work for a small boutique firm in Dallas for about a year. And then my wife and I decided that Dallas wasn't you know, the long-term home for us. So we uh, decided to move back to Kansas City and I've been here since 04. And I've been in the commercial real estate business since 04 really focused on office leasing uh, and tenant reps. So um, that, that's sort of the history of how I got to where I am today in terms of just uh, my career. Nice. Well, I appreciate that background. Let's uh, let's move to Ashley next. Um, so Ashley Resner, let's see. I went to UMKC, was not thinking about real estate, ended up at a developer in 08, uh, which was a fun time to start in real estate. Uh, worked there for five years and then came over to Cassidy Turley, which was became Cushman and Wakefield. I was head of marketing locally, did a lot of fun creative projects from industrial, multifamily, retail, and primarily office. Um, really met up with the guys probably a few years ago, but as far as my background into kind of how I got here, um, was, you know, mostly that developer and kind of loving that creative role and kind of fell into marketing, which is not my background too. It's more engineering. Hmm. Very cool. And then we'll close with Travis here. Travis Eggleston. Yeah. So I grew up in Kansas city. Um, I've got two younger brothers and for the better part of our younger childhood, we were on the tennis court. Um, and so that kind of forced us. Where were you um, on the tennis court at? Uh, out South was, I would say that's well. We had we had a tennis court in our neighborhood, and uh, my younger brother, uh, my middle brother, is a year younger than me, and we uh, we basically would just try to kill each other um, for better part of our childhood, and so that was a good thing. It was a bad thing, but um, it it um, caused me to end up going to uh, UT in Austin, and then I transferred to Georgia, um, all for tennis. Um, at that nice. time. I think I, I remember you uh, on the tennis circuit growing uh -oh. up. Remember your name? Yeah, at that time I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Um, realized <laughs> that living out of a suitcase, traveling, um, um, you know, throughout most of the year was just not something I, I, I wanted to do. So I tried it for about a year. Uh, it was a good experience. Got to um, got to see some different parts of the world. Came back and. Um, as most most athletes, or I guess you could call us an athlete, um, we were on a five-year program. So when my eligibility was up, um, I stopped school, traveled, and then realized I didn't want to do this long-term. So I came back, um, finished school, and tried to figure out what I was going to do with my life. <clears throat> um, and met with a, a few guys, at, old tennis players, and wanted to do something that was somewhat in, in line with you know, the competitive nature of, of just, you know, being on a court and trying to figure out how to survive. Mm -hmm. So um, ended up getting into commercial real estate, wanted to move back to Kansas City. Um, that's where, you know, all my family is and um, ended up uh, getting a job at Kessinger Hunter, which is a uh, uh, boutique firm here in KC. And that's where I met Miles. Wow. So um, uh, that was 2010. And we 
essentially worked together since since then. Yeah, um, it looks like you won two national championships. So let's let's not leave that out at, at one of your schools. At least that's on your LinkedIn bio. For some reason, I can't hear. Oh, sorry. Can you guys hear me, Jason? We'll confirm that on your LinkedIn bio, it says that you've won two national championships in tennis at University of Georgia. So um, congrats. We'll, we'll bring it back to you in a second. Um, I will say uh, I was out in uh, California recently in Pebble Beach, and uh, I met some people from one of your old your old uh, jobs at Cushman and Wakefield uh, from St. Louis, and they were there for a corporate outing for three days playing the best golf courses in the world. So I'm hoping while you all were there that uh, you did have some fun corporate outings as well. Um, <laughs> but anyways, can you hear us, Travis? Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. So, uh, great, great background on everyone. I really appreciate it. Let's go to Jason. So, um, well, actually let's go to the group. What, what's the relationship with Jason been like, uh, and landmark? Fantastic. Oh, amazing. Excellent. Got to get that out of the way, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I did not, uh, pay these guys to, uh, <laughs> this isn't a paid appearance. Um, Okay, so so take us through like Range Realty Partners. Like, how did that happen? I know it's fairly recent. You guys all talked about your backgrounds, kind of in in this world. Um, why why Range Realty Partners, and you know what is it, and and how did you decide to start it? Yeah, I mean, we so Travis, Ashley, and I all met all met in two thousand and fifteen. So we we had about five years together at Cushman, and we we really enjoyed our time together. We we also were able to be uh, we had a lot of success uh, in, in approaching the business in a little bit different way. We pursued a lot of business. We had a lot of you know wins, and it just it, it sort of clicked. Um, so that was a, a fun five years. At, but you know, as a company, as that company got bigger and and, and eventually went public, um, it, it felt a little bit too corporate for us. I think all three of us individually kind of came to that conclusion. Ashley left. Cushman about a year before Travis and I, and then, and then COVID hit and COVID like a lot of people, you know, COVID allowed us to pause and sort of reflect on where we've been and where we want to go. And, and I think, you know, we just thought Travis and I initially, you know, we were still at Cushman together and we, we just thought, you know, there's gotta be a better way. Could there be a better way to service our clients, to have more fun and, and, and approach this business in a little bit different way. You know, is there an opportunity in Kansas City? And ultimately, obviously, we decided that there was. Um, but, but the first call that we made was to Ashley. She was at another firm outside of real estate at the time. And we called her and we just said, look, here's kind of what we're thinking. Is this something you'd be interested in? Because we, you know, Travis and I knew we could probably do it, but, we, we, but Ashley really would complete that uh, for us if, if she was you know, willing to, to take the leap. Um, and then ultimately she was, and we're, we're really grateful for that. So that, that's sort of how the journey started. I mean, it took a lot, a lot of late nights and a lot of conversations, but, um, and I think clearly the most stressful part of this whole process was the time leading up to, to, you know, jumping off the cliff. But, um, now that we're 14, 15 months into it, you know, we're not looking back and it's been, it's been really fun. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, were you guys at all, um, nervous about starting this or was there apprehension or did you take any risks or, or is it just like this is too good to be true we have to do this again we, we got to get out of this corporate world we want to we want to run our own company was was there any uh long nights or restless nights or was it full-blown I, 
I left, um, like I said, a year before I had was like, oh, I'm going to go to Stinson and, you know, kind of take a pause, try a different industry, still be in real estate. I was also running corporate finance um, business development and was there a month or two months before my was like, hey, I have a great idea. And I was like, I literally just quit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no, it was it was a great decision. And to be honest, we have great synergies together, a great working relationship. We're friends, you know, and so we've been having fun and it's fun to kind of brainstorm on like, hey, how are we going to take this down and let's go mm-hmm. hunt. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So um, what areas of expertise do you offer? What do you provide? I know on your website, which is uh, rangerealtypartners.com. Uh, com you have uh you know the different services you provide there's four of them essentially let's talk through those and so our our, our listeners can better understand the work that you all do because some of this stuff is uh we need to, we need to put this in the layman's terms for those who aren't uh as, as active in the world as you are in this in this industry so do you want to start travis or yeah yeah so so miles and our um our background has always been specifically on the office side um whether that's representing a company um with their office lease um, or relocation or a company looking to purchase a building. Um, And on the flip side, uh, we have a handful of clients uh, on the agency leasing side, meaning we represent landlords um, trying to fill up their buildings. Hmm. Um, So, you know, when you look at the landscape of Kansas city, um, it, it, it's not, it it is very much driven by local ownership entrepreneurs. It's not the big box, corporate institutional groups. Um, and so we saw a, a shift um, in the real estate industry, mostly on the on the brokerage firms, where um, these bigger firms, there's more mouths to feed. And it became almost a uh, 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 transaction driven, um, uh, essentially size. So if you weren't a certain size, you just automatically are starting to calculate, well, how much time can I spend on this deal and really provide value in return? What, what's, what's the return on that, that time? And um, when you look at Kansas City, it's all small businesses that really drive the growth. And, and, and I think that through COVID- small businesses. Absolutely. And I think through COVID, um, you're starting to see that. I mean, the groups that are still not back in the office are companies that aren't headquartered here, that have a location, and um, that, that whether it's a call center or back office support, those are the groups not back in the office. But then on the flip, you've got groups that are really creating, that are generating a lot of transactions because they recognize that we're losing our culture, our, our, our character of, of who we are by continuing to be remote. And, and that's why I think you're seeing really cool companies um, not necessarily taking risks, but, um, you know, leading the charge as far as we're going to go to a nicer space or we're going to buy a building because it's going to, it's going to create, um, more advantages to us as, as we went or as we compete on war of talent, war on talent. Mm -hmm. So, um, long winded answer is we're, we're a full service commercial real estate firm that focuses on companies on the office and in light industrial, uh, sector, whether that's, um, purchasing, leasing, um, and then full analysis of how can we be more efficient with the use of our space? 
So there's a lot of workplace strategy in that office. Our foundation is office, um, but we have branched out because of our client base. Again, Entrepreneurial Kansas City has made us be more entrepreneurial, which is a big reason why we started Range. Um, we wanted to be able to service, you know, the 5,000 square foot tenant that's growing and, you know, not only help them find space, but maybe help them with the marketing. So we do offer marketing services as a standalone. Do you need a logo as we're creating something? Do you need a website? We will do that soup to nuts. Um, and then later on, are you ready to purchase the building? Or maybe you have purchased the building and you've outgrown it. How can we help you sell it? So we don't want to just come in once. We want to be your partner for the duration of your business. What, what's up with the healthcare real estate services too? Yeah, so when I was at Kessinger back in, I, mean, I started there in 04, and I'd say in 06, 07-ish, I started to do quite a few uh, deals in the, in the healthcare field, primarily with, with general dentists, pediatric dentists, orthodontists, endodontists, um, and that's evolved over time. That's, that's a really sort of a, a, a niche market in, in, in Kansas City. There's a, there's a group of, of uh you know, architects and, and contractors and, and others that work in that field. And, and we, we built sort of a good little team where we were able to, to help those clients through the process. Mm-hmm. And that's evolved into, you know, today where we're still working with a lot of those groups in, in, in addition to others, including some large, you know, local healthcare providers. So that's been a niche that we've been working on for, for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um. For those that aren't familiar with some of your properties that you work with, give us some general highlights of where they are or kind of where, where the key, where, you know, where most of them are, or where, if we've heard of any of them, it'd be great to know. Yeah. Um, yeah so from a, on the office side, from a, from a leasing perspective, we, we have, we have properties that we work on all the way from downtown to uh, the plaza and, and out we're currently sitting out South and in, in Hallbrook uh, right now, but uh, we've got about a million and a half feet of office property that we lease for on behalf of uh, of owners and investors, um, both locally and nationally. Uh, some of the buildings that we work on that you may have heard of are uh, well, Hallbrook I just referenced uh, uh, here um, at College and State Line. We've got a couple of buildings out here. Uh, we just sold some land uh, out here as well to a company called KVP Foods. So we work out south on on that property you might know mike culp and and yeah and that crew but uh, they're just right here across the hall or they're going to be right here across the way from us they're building a beautiful building a college and state line if you haven't seen it um the glass quite, is quite interesting company is like they're the the biggest you know kfc, KFC. taco bell pizza Hut. i don't know all of them but i know kfc for sure um yeah franchisee i mean it's it's pretty cool what they're doing um so that's cool that's a cool background story that they're going to be in there with you um yeah. So you guys are kind of a, just, I'm looking at the website, rangerealtypartners.com. And, you know, some of these office spaces look pretty cool. Um, very cool, actually. Kind of jealous. Yeah. I would just, uh, these guys are being a little modest. Thank uh, you. I was, I was trying to put it up on the tee for you because I looked at a picture yeah. of a guy swinging a golf club in one of these uh, offices here. Um, yeah. So, uh, I think if you if you really look at uh, what they've been able to accomplish in the small time that they've been, a unit cohesively as a company, it's very impressive. I would tell you, in my years in the business, I have seen some uh, brokerage shops come and go uh, that form as boutique shops. And uh, I think they may oftentimes struggle to get assignments or um, volume, transaction volume. So it's really, they must have really something really special to one, get the caliber of assignments that they are getting as a new entity 
uh, and the volume of transactions that they're doing. So I would say two things. They must have a good sales and operations process put together. And I think that we're talking a lot about real estate as an asset and, and, and a class and usage, but they are showing, I think, through their activity, a prowess in entrepreneurial and operations within their business that is second to none to really get this much momentum so quickly. So my hat goes off to you just seeing some of the assignments you guys have been awarded. It's very impressive. And I, I have no doubt we're going to continue to see more. A million and a half square feet. We're probably going to see another million in another year. Probably you're going to have to hire some more folks. Oh, yeah, all thanks, over Kansas Jason. City too. Plaza, Plaza downtown. Yeah. Obviously, you talked about Leewood. Um, you know, I'm looking at the site again, rangerealtypartners.com. It has all their properties listed and beautiful photos of all of them and kind of what's available. Um, you talked about marketing. Tell us about that. Um, soup to nuts, frontline and back end marketing. Ashley, what's that all about? So as you are looking at our website, you can see a lot of these are packaged. Um, 2345 grand, for example. Um, I used to so that important. Building, by the way. At a law firm. Um, have you at. been in it recently? No, I had a great view of the skyline. I remember from my office at my law practice yeah. back then. But yes, uh, it was the, always a very hot commodity because of the, uh, the views that it had. Um, that and they just put up bunch of amenities in brand new fitness center brand new lobby brand new gather space that jason actually was part of a panel that we hosted there monarch coffee has their secondary location but marketing played a key factor in that building it was sleepy it was the lathrop engaged building and when those owners came in we were like you know you can do all this stuff, but we really got to sell the message. We can, you know, sell your building, show it all day long, but, you know, let's package it. Let's create an identity. Let's tie it to the crossroads. You're walkable to the crossroads. Um, and that's where marketing really has always played. But again, back to that entrepreneurial Kansas City, we've run into a lot of great companies that are just need a logo, need a website. Can you help me with that? In addition to helping me find space, I enjoyed your customer service. You know, would you be willing to take on some of those marketing things? Just make me a sell sheet, make me an investor package. I do a lot of those as well. And just kind of helping our clients from, you know, all the way down to here's your space. We have, you know, relationships to help you move in, to help you find furniture, but we can also help you, you know, have your identity online. Your identity doesn't stop with your space and bringing mm -hmm. your workforce back, but how do you attract them online? How do you show them how innovative you are and growing and professional? And those are the things that we can help do. Um, and then again, like a, good, a good add in that, you know, I, I've not heard that other companies do that in your space. So that's pretty entrepreneurial and innovative. Yeah. Yeah. We have fun. And then we do the same thing with our properties. We make it personal. Um, what's great about that space? How can we make that as its identity? How can we bring that, elevate that brand? And so we do that for the property, for the company and beyond. Very interesting. Um, we've talked a little about, you know, kind of the offers that you have and, you know, you can get into some of your customers or clients, but what, what does the process look like? Um, if I, if I connect with you all online or if I show up at your office, kind of, what does that look like as, as an entrepreneurial growing company? What, what, what would I expect when I, when I connect with you? Yeah, that was one of the things that, that we really, um, that was a big driver in, in why we started range. Um, uh, similar to Jason's business, you know, it's not a one size fit all um, uh, approach. Um, every company is different that 
you know, what they're looking. And a lot of times they don't know what they don't know. So, um, you know, we approach it just as, as if, you know, we're founders of, of, of a small business. How would we go about handling our, our, our own real estate as, as, um, you know, now owners of a business. So, you know, our approach is understanding, um, asking the right questions, what's important to these, these businesses, what are they trying to achieve and how does the real estate fit into all that? Mm-hmm. And, and so it, it, it starts with, you know, we are an extension of their, their real estate team. And, yeah. um, and then through that, it's identifying and, and developing an actual strategy that um, allows them to achieve what they're, what they're trying to um, uh, through real estate, through, through growth, through, uh, through talent, et cetera. And, and Jason, um, Jason's been instrumental um, with us on, on a few clients um, in, in, in being able to get creative, adaptive, um, and, and find a solution with this ever-changing world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like you offer a lot of value um, besides the typical company and you're, you're nimble and it, 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 it's apparent on your website that you guys care about kind of, um, you know, hard work, compassion, honesty, all of the part of your mission and values um, as we go. Right, Miles? Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's the really the pillars of our company. It, it's all about those three things, honesty, hard work and compassion. Um, you know, I also I, one of the things I've always I've been saying a lot recently, I just you know, life's short. You got to have fun. You got to treat people the right way. This industry in particular, there's a lot of puff. There's a lot of flash for, you know, people sometimes think that they're maybe a little bit better than, than others. And that, that we just, we don't roll that way. That's not the way that we're going to operate this business. I thought that's not the way we treat people. And that's something that's very important to all three of us. And as we bring on people like Melissa Gall, who we might talk about in a minute, who we couldn't be more excited about, it's all about bringing on the right people and, and having fun and doing things the right way. And, and it's, it's real simple. So we'll continue to do that. That's going to be the most important thing um, as we grow. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that briefly. Um, and we're with the founders and, uh, you know, the individuals from Range Realty Partners. Uh, great, great company here in Kansas City. And Jason Carter-Solomon with Landmark National Bank, banklandmark.com. Um, Growth. What What are you looking to do here in the next few years around growing your business? I know that's an entrepreneurial question and something that changes, but um, you obviously have had a lot of success so far. Is that something you're interested in? Are you going to continue to be a boutique firm? Or are you going to really try to, you know, hopefully you don't become what you left, but maybe you could be somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think the market will speak to, you know, what we end up becoming ultimately. I think we want to be slow and steady a little bit and, and be you know strategic about how we grow. I think, in terms of adding people, that's something that's going to be important to us, but it's going to be, you know, really important that we find the right people to add. We don't want to just add bodies. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Melissa, um, who joined us about three weeks ago, came from another field in the, in the, in the law field, but she has all the things that we think are important. She, she's a really hard worker. She's smart. She cares. Um, she treats people the right way. And, and those, I think if you find people like that, regardless of their industry, you can set them up for success. The, the business is not that complicated. It takes a minute to understand it. But, you know, we feel like one of the things we can offer is a setting where if you don't understand the industry, we're going to help you understand it and be successful. Um, not to say that we wouldn't bring people in from the industry, but, but for Melissa in particular, she wasn't in the industry. That didn't really scare us. Um, so, so people we will add over time. 
when it makes sense. And then, you know, service lines, I think, you know, as Ashley referenced, I, I don't know that, you know, the marketing thing where, you know, that has evolved into, you know, people have reached out and asked for our help and we've been able to help them. So, and that's, and we're seeing that with some other things, you know, potentially property management here in the near term. And there's just other natural fits that we feel like we can offer. And we're only going to do that if we feel like it can really benefit the client and make sense. We're not going to stretch. We're not going to go do, you know, storage units or, or whatever the case might be. But, mm -hmm. but if it makes sense and it sort of uh, speaks to us, I think that we're going to add it and I think we'll be really good, good at it. So that's the plan. Mm -hmm. That's a great plan. And it sounds like you're going to make some smart investments in your business and, uh, and learn as you grow. Let's talk about lessons learned. What, what have you learned so far uh, on this journey uh, you know, as a young company that um, you think will help you in the future or maybe something that you didn't expect? Who wants to, Travis or uh, Maya? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of our, uh, maybe our, our fears that we had was um, uh, taking the leap. Um, how important was, um, you know, past clients with, with, um, with the name of Cushman and Wakefield, uh, JLL, CBRE, having that name behind you, uh, those resources, um, to, to, to really bring value to a client that has multiple locations, could we still service them? And would they recognize, um, uh, what we could bring to the table as, as value. And I think what we realized was a lot of these clients, um, stayed with us because of, because of us, not because of the name behind us. Um, and so it allowed us to really create, you know, a brand, a uh, um, values that were important to us. And it's it, it reflects with uh, the clients that have, have chosen to continue to work with us. Mm -hmm. That's a great point you made about um, the challenge of if you're at a big company, you know, or a big foundation or a big whatever, when you leave will the same people um, that valued you in your relationship beforehand still value if you're on your own uh, or at a small. Absolutely. Company. I mean, it, it, you really see, you know, right when it happens, okay, who's, cause we're a transaction based uh, industry and it's not, you know, as soon as we, you know, take our foot off the pedal, um, then we, you're always looking for where is the next transaction. Um, and, and we really felt, felt that at, um, you know, our, as, as, I think this industry is becoming more corporate. Um, that's just not how you can service a client uh, when it's all transaction, um, transaction based. But 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 it, it comes through when when you communicate with a client. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that goes back to what Jason said earlier, as far as like, you know, Kansas City is a little secret here. It's um, we love this town. We're very passionate about our community. We're very passionate about the projects we work on and bringing that passion through to a global company sometimes gets a little lost because they're like, well, who cares? It's Kansas city. I'm more focused on New York. And mm -hmm. we feel like that's a disadvantage. Um, we know Kansas city is great. We know that our clients are great. We know that, you know, 5,000 square feet is super important in this market as where 50,000 square feet, it doesn't need to move the needle and others. Um, we're not Dallas. We're not San Francisco. We're never going to be that tomorrow. But 
what we are is a growing and burgeoning city. Um, we have a lot of great things going for us. And so when we are able to get in and provide the services and the innovation that we know that the coasts have into our marketing, into our approach, it's a game changer. We can also talk to that business owner of like, hey, I totally get it. Furniture is hard to get when you're starting out. I have a partner who can do this. You know, we named our company specifically with the word partners. We're partners, but we also partner with great people like Jason. We partner with great people like different furniture, different construction crews, different architects who sit there and say, how can we put the best team together to give the best service to our clients? Mm -hmm. Well said. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, some industry updates. If anyone wants to share uh, kind of just some, you know, basic industry updates for the people out there who are, you know, coming out of COVID, where are we with commercial real estate? You know, you mentioned kind of where the market's at in Kansas City compared to some of those other larger markets as far as size and what people need. But um, I mean, I obviously know that um, we have some commercial class A office space coming on here in Kansas City. Um, you know, pre-COVID, those deals were done. So, you know, what, what should we expect here moving into 2023 and then, you know, onward? Yeah, I mean, there's no question um, the, you know, the world's continuing to change and it's, 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 there's a direct impact on, on the office market. Um, but, but locally you're seeing a lot of, of transactions and most of them are relocations and there's no question companies are right sizing for the most part. They're downsizing, seeing how they're uh, reevaluating how they're using their space. Um, more impact on collaborative uh, meeting space that is multi-use um, but but companies are relocating, going into nicer, um, uh, more more value op options that that create a different type of environment for employees to entice them to get back to the office, um, but also allow them to still operate from a a hybrid model. Um, most companies employees are not in the office every single day. Um, I think it's, you're going to see this hybrid model for, for the next few years. Um, the big corporate, uh, the groups that have, you know, um, 50,000 square feet of back office that support for a headquarters in New York, um, that are, you know, let's say they're in the sprint campus. Those, I think you're going to see, um, less and less of, um, you're going to see more subleases hit the market, but, um, buildings that offer amenities that have, um, uh, unique, uh, positioning in the market, I think are going to win out of default, um, buildings that, um, second generation space that, that are, that's old, that's tired where landlords haven't spent money to, um, reposition those, those, those spaces are going to continue to sit on the market. Yeah. There's been a, we need to continue to update and update and, uh, and, and improve. It sounds like. Um, we just recently did a deal and Miles can add more elaboration to it out at Hallbrook where, you know, again, going back to that partnership and flight to quality, uh, we had a send, maybe you could talk more in detail about, you know, kind of how they're going to get their workforce back. And this is a trend that we see hand over fist all day long. We keep doing these deals. Miles, mm -hmm. do you want to comment on that briefly? Yeah. Kind of I mean overview. Sure. Yeah. Large company located in a really great building out here at Hallbrook. They've got, you know, had over 80,000 feet, you know, I think four or 500 employees. Everybody went home for COVID. Uh, now they're bringing them back to the office. They had some time left in their lease and, and leadership at Ascend was, has just been thinking through 
what does the future look like? How can we make this building make a little bit more sense as we're bringing our people back? So they reached out to the landlord and we were able to work together to find a solution for them, give them some money and improvements to get the space ready the way that they needed to be ready so they can bring people back. And in, and in exchange, they did a long-term lease and it was sort of, a, it was a great example of a landlord and tenant sitting down together to, to really figure out something that worked for all parties. That doesn't always work. Sometimes you leave these negotiations and one group feels like they, they won and the other group walks away upset. That was not the scenario with Ascend. And I think that's always the, you know, obviously the goal is everybody to feel good mm-hmm. come out of a deal. I, I would also just add that I've, I've got, there's a couple of brokers in particular that, that I'll see the one in particular, I won't mention his name on this thing, but uh, the, he, every time I see him, he's an industrial broker and he, and he, he kind of goes out of his way to come up to me and say, God, Miles, I cannot believe it. You're still doing office. Are you, are you okay? I've got five kids. <laughs> you you, need you have help. five kids, Miles? I do. Yeah. So, I mean, every, every deal counts for, for the McKinney family, but, uh, but he just cannot help himself. Every time I see him over the last year, he's probably said it five times. I don't know if he's forgotten that he's asked me a few times, but last time I saw him, I'm like, you know, things are great. I mean, the reality is, is that the office market is shifting and changing, but these good quality product is leasing and, and clients need spaces to go. So the transactions might shrink a little, but they're still happening. So Office is alive and well. I mean, it, it, you know, I think we feel we feel fine about the, where, where, where things are from an office perspective. Mm-hmm. I think it's really a testament again I, and not to, it's going to sound like I'm blowing smoke. Right. Hey, can you say anything negative? No. I'm yeah. I mean, here, here's the thing. This is why I instantly when when we were on that panel together and I got a chance to meet all of you, I, I wanted to get to know you more because you picked one of the toughest times in an economic cycle during the pandemic. You pick one of the toughest segments of commercial real estate to focus mm-hmm. your business around, and you decided to leave big name firms and start a boutique shop, which is contrary to the movement within the industry. And the fact that you've had success is, I mean, you, maybe maybe don't give your secret sauce away here, but I mean, there's really something special because I agree with you. I think office as a segment is not dead. Uh, it takes smart folks like yourself that can really offer a lot of value and a lot of consultative um, uh, support because users still want space to go to work in. It's just, how do you configure that space? Mm-hmm. Where do you locate that space? And what assets are going to make more sense than others? And it takes people like yourselves with, you know, decades of experience in order to do that. And so um, just kudos to you and, and keep doing that. Thanks, mm-hmm. Jason. Yeah. I mean, I keep seeing cranes in the air whenever I'm traveling a lot. So, I mean, other cities are still growing and finding ways to get class A done. So we got to continue to be competitive here and locally in Kansas city and continue to grow our, you know, young companies, but also, mm-hmm. um, you know, keep the ones that have been here for a while. Um, great conversation with the founders and co-founders of range of realty partners. We're going to have some, uh, shorter questions here, everyone. So let's, let's move to those, uh, best personal and professional advice. Let's, I always like to hear that from each one of our guests because, one, I can learn from them. And two, I think a lot of people listening always likes to like to hear from people who have been successful. So uh, why don't we start with uh, with Miles? Yeah, I was told as we were starting this thing, I heard this um, somebody say that when you're starting a business, I think one of the things that people mess up on is that they try to 
come up with some creative idea that's never been done before. And there's a reason why it's never been done before. But but their their recommendation was, why don't you take an industry that's already proven and just make it better, find it out find, and, and disrupt. And I think that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're not trying to do anything too complicated, but there, there's a better way to do things. And, and, and that's been our approach. I like that. That's a good, I, I was in Silicon Valley last week and I was thinking to myself, um, you know, like it just things like that, like quotes like that, like what are those quotes? And that's, that's one that makes a lot of sense, you know, when you really think about it, like if you already know what you're doing in an industry and you can improve upon it, then why don't you do that? That's a lot easier than starting something from scratch that potentially could be a win or not uh, much safer bet there for sure. Uh, right. What about, uh, what about you, Ashley? Um, probably, you know, listen first, never assume, you know, we do that with our clients. I do that with my kids too. Like, okay, what really happened? Oh, okay. Let's work through that. Let's find a, a solution. You cannot find a solution if you're just going to go in with a bunch of assumptions. Yeah. That's a good one. And we'll finish with Travis. Yeah. I, I'd say I'm a pretty big le- believer that, uh, things happen for a reason. And, um, you know, we had to kind of relinquish uh, control when we were starting this or, or evaluating, hey, is this is this something that we should do? It's easy to, to, to listen to just, you know, the what's the easy, easy way. But I, I think that we got to a point where, um, you know, the fear had kind of subside, subsided and, and we were focused more on what does our gut tell us? And um, and then things ended up just kind of falling into place and working out that was really out, outside of our control. So, you know, try as much as you can to just listen to your gut instinctively. What, what, what is something that, that uh, you can really make a difference in? Um, and it, you might not know the path or, or how you're going to get there, but um, things are going to just start to kind of show you. And th- I mean, that's kind of what happened with us. I mean, we didn't have a full, you know, understanding of how we were going to get through the first year, but, uh, we knew that we had something that was, um, that was unique and, um, you know, we believed in ourselves and the rest is history. That's awesome. Um, if you guys could do one or two things in the next year for your business or for you personally, what would they be as far as, uh, you know, crystal ball of what you really hope for that happens in this next year for range realty partners and maybe for yourself as well, if you want to chime in for that. Uh, I mean, I'll, from, from a from a business perspective, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think adding property management is is a natural fit for us. It's an extension of what we already do well, which is service our clients at a high level. Um, so, from a business perspective, adding that service line is something that we're working on and something that that's important mm-hmm. um, from a business perspective. Property management. It's going to be another yeah. another thing up on the website here soon, Ashley. <laughs> You got to update that. <laughs> um, if you weren't doing this, let's let's start with Travis. If you weren't working in the commercial real estate and you weren't, you know, starting a business and owning a business, what would you be doing? Gosh, that's a tough one. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so I'm a I'm I like to think of myself as a as a closet woodworker. Um, so I, I don't know if I'd ever sell anything, but um, I would definitely be tinkering with. Um, some sort of wood. So you're handy. I wouldn't call it handy, but I just like, um, there's something about it. 
This picture behind me on the uh, video uh, a woodworker made for me just had an wow. Instagram page. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I like and I showed up at his house and he had this garage of just tons of wood and he made a business out of it, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I have friends that, you know, have worked in nine to five jobs and they, they always tell me, and they're not as entrepreneurial as me and the, some of the folks obviously on this call. And they, and they're just like, man, I really just, I'd love to just start like building coffee tables or I'm like random things like that. And I'm like, you can do that, man. It's addicting. <laughs> and just sell a few of them. And then before you know it, you're off. Uh, anyone else want to chime in on that one? That was a great answer. <laughs> oh. we'll, we'll, we'll stop with that one. Then um, what, uh, what do you guys like to do when you're not hustling and building your business? What's your favorite thing to do, Miles? I know you said you had five kids, so. Yeah, I mean, my favorite thing, I and mean, it's sort of sleeping. I, sleeping. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm a big sleeper. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy my family. I mean, we, we we've got a big one, but it and it comes with some challenges. But it's it's my it's it's the most important thing to me for sure. And um, so spending time with them, we love to travel. We like to go to the lake. We like to go on a trip or two a year and see someplace new. And my oldest is will be a sophomore in high school, so I I realize that you know time goes quick. Uh, so spending time with them is my most favorite thing to do. That's smart, man. Got to get them out there across the world and see different places. And yeah. sounds like college is right around the future potentially as well. Mm -hmm. So you it don't look that old, Miles. Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you two? Anything you want to add to that, uh, Travis and Ashley? No, yeah, um, I, I don't have any kids, so I kind of live through Miles's um, um, uh, experiences. So it's it's always fun on Monday morning to ask, uh, okay, what did you do this weekend? Because my weekends are very different than his. Um, you but, still uh, play tennis? You the at all? Same thing. <laughs> yeah, to Travis, do you ever pick up a tennis racket anymore? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I would say I enjoy it more now um, than than probably um my last few years but um yeah there's there's a good good following there's a number of you know local guys that's kind of play um and uh, uh it's it's absolutely that's awesome ashley what do you like to do for fun anything you want to leave us with here um i'm a pretty avid reader okay what, read. what's some good what, what's their last book you read that you would recommend to the listeners well right now i am reading when women ruled the world so that's been a fun one. It's about all the women um, out there. There you go. Right. A timely, timely book. But it's about the queens of Egypt and kind of what brought them to power, what their reigns were like. And a lot of it was, you know, smoothing over a disruption, um, you know, how women naturally are able to organize and kind of keep things running and bridge a gap, um, provide different perspectives. So it's, it's a very interesting, rich in history, but also very timely book. That's awesome. Um, and we'll close today with, um, you know, just, you know, a minute or and a half minute about Range Realty Partners. If um, if we can just get you all to share just kind of a, you know, one minute kind of uh, overview of Range Realty Partners and everything you guys do to help people or, or what people should look for when they connect with you, please, uh, please do so now. Miles, if you want to do that for us, rangerealtypartners.com quickly, you know, what you all do and how you can help people. Yeah, yeah. Range Realty Partners is, a, is a, a commercial real estate firm based in Kansas City that we've we've built really to help companies in Kansas City grow and and be successful. Um, we help them whether they want to build a building, buy a building, lease space, uh, um, 
or or on the other side, if they own a building, they need help filling it up or selling it. We help with that. And we, we really built the company uh, in the office sector, but we've evolved over time to help uh, light industrial and select retail users as well. Um, so we're a, a, a local real estate firm uh, that will work hard for you and 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 help you uh, you know be successful. Very innovative and entrepreneurial as well. Uh, I want to thank Miles McCoon, Travis Hegelson, and Ashley Resner for joining us. They are the uh, founders of uh, Range Realty Partners. RangeRealtyPartners.com is their website. Uh, I want to also thank Jason Carter-Solomon from Landmark National Bank for joining us. Great collaborator with the show. BankLandmark.com is their website. Jason, I want to let you close here. Anything you want to add about uh, our group today or what we've talked about? Well, again, I, I've uh, I put these guys on the hot seat and uh, put a lot of uh, gotcha questions out there as we did. No, I'm kidding. No, seriously, um, I can't speak more positively about these folks. Um, you know, we as a bank are always inspired by entrepreneurial folks, and we're always going to stand as a champion for those that get in the arena and give it a shot and give it a go. And we're going to help however we can. We're happy to be helping Range Realty and their various endeavors. Uh, we're happy to help their customers and, and very honored to be able to help their customers achieve their objectives and, and uh, towards financial success and operational success and, and what that means for their real estate. So um, we're just very pleased to have this partnership and you guys keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you're an inspiration to entrepreneurs all over the city and keep helping other entrepreneurs. That's how we uh, keep the city going forward and being great. Thank That's you. awesome. Thanks, well, we Jason. really appreciate all of you. And obviously, thank you for all you guys you. do for Kansas City. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing what happens with Range Realty Partners. You guys have been doing great so far. And uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. I appreciate you joining me on the show today. Thank you Thanks, for having Jason. us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. And thank you to the listeners for joining us today on the Grill Nation show. Again, you can connect with me on social media at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation show on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as well at Jason Grill. Have a great day. We will talk to you again soon. And thank you for uh, listening or watching today. Have a good one.